There's somebody at the door. Who is it? It's Barney. That was so hot. Literally burnt my mouth. What a total joker. If you go to 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 Le Mans, actually that's a good idea. Do it in the whole thing in another language so that I absolutely make sure that I ungravitate myself to the universe. Right now I'm so fixed to English-speaking centric humans. I need to go more fidelity, should one say. Thank you. Now, today is different. That's because um, what I failed to tell you was that if you went to my Instagram right now, you will see that I have done a live take of not what I just did then, because obviously that was done for Instagram and not for this phone, which is what I record on. But that is a live du jouring. And notice how I'm putting the word, if you actually pay attention to my Spotify's, uh, <laughs> wrong word, uh, what a joker. True dat. If you pay attention to my spot, oh my god, I've done it again. No diggly, no doubt. You bet. I have been. If you know, if you actually look at my, oh my god, I literally need to do it again. I've got like a brain nugget in my head, in my in my mind. The Alpha Centurion. I have been on my Instagram. That's the word I meant to use. I've been placing the Spotify logo on top of a lot of the posts I do around buying the horse. Now that is to associate, as opposed to disassociate myself to uh, with Spotify, which. For many people who don't listen to the podcast and actually know nothing about podcasts and how you actually create them and and what it means to actually create something, they, I assume, think that I am in some way associated with Spotify, which would give it a slight elevation. And maybe, just maybe, they would, they being you, well, not you because you're listening to it, or maybe it is you because now you've come to it later, uh, have clicked on it. So if, if you are one of those people that have Larry Link baited your way in via my amazing growth hacking, then ha ha ha, welcome, welcome, welcome. I wrote a few things down today and I've actually created my, um, my little studio space because I noticed yesterday I recorded in this room, but I forgot, I failed to put up a sort of um, a sound barrier, which would obviously remove the sound, the crackling and cackling sounds. Funny enough, I've actually got somewhere in here something that you put over a podcast that, that, that oh my God, you know what I could actually do? I could take, and I'm actually, oh, I won't do it now, but I can take the end of the microphone that's really, really good and really expensive that I bought ages ago that I've never once used, but I just put it there as an ornament, an ornamatopoeia, um, great word, uh, and take the, the, the sort of cushion bit that goes on the end and put it on my phone, and that way I would actually get rid of the... Those bits. Anyway, I haven't got that long because I'm actually recording, the irony of saying what I'm about to say, I'm actually recording a podcast with somebody, not just somebody, it's Carlo, the absolute main man legend, uh, at 10 o'clock. And I realised that the only way for me to stop going over the 20-minute barrier, which is what I wanted to not go over because I just don't want to ruin your ears, 
of course, you can write in and say, Mills, I absolutely love what you do. If you did a 24-hour radio station, I would listen. But right now, no one says that. So I'm cutting it down to 20. I'm actually cutting it down to 15 because that's actually the size that I want to, the size, the length of, uh, of it. I'm actually wearing, by the way, Nike trainers. I'll take a photo of them with my pink socks, fluoro red. Sometimes I buy trainers, usually for Nike. It's the only thing I can be bothered to buy from and never wear them. Uh, usually I buy two of the same chair, tr- pairs of trainers. They tend to be, it's the, the irony being that I tend to buy two of the trainers I don't like and never wear either. But what I've realized is rather than waste and not wear, once not waste not, I actually wear them up in my room, the man cave. And I suddenly thought to myself, why don't I just buy one of those very rugs that I want to buy? Because I absolutely cannot stand the rug that I am standing on with said trainers. And I wonder if deep down my therapist would tell me that the reason I wear these trainers is because I don't want to touch the cloth beneath the sole. I wrote down a load of stuff that uh, I'm going to go through right now. And because I don't want to, because I was sort of worried yesterday that actually I've kind of like lost a bit of the plot in terms of of this pod plug because actually what it is is i don't know what it is this is a business i i I sort of calibrated after yesterday's du jouring that this is a podcast that of course is actually meant to be a kind of inroad to bindthehorse.com where founders should can see that if they were to send me an email or contact with their idea or their business and they need investment or mentoring or helping. I hate that word mentoring. It's so benign. It's so fugazi. It's so wet blanket. It's so, it's so, I don't know. I just can't handle it. So I wrote a load of stuff down to see if I can sort of, you know, make it a bit clarity. And one of the key things which I'm now going to go to, which for some reason I put ninth in the list of 13 things, but I suddenly just dawned on me. I suddenly just dawned on myself that I should start with the things that I want to talk about. So if I run out, which I'm going to run out in about nine minutes, then I won't. It doesn't matter. If I was to get rid of half the shit I talk about on this bloody blog, it would possibly be better. But I get energy from people that write to me. And the people that write to me are the ones that perforate my eardrum and make me feel like the thing I'm doing is the right thing. And that, by the way, is a tip from the top. Because You've got to make sure that you're listening to the very people that you actually want to listen to. I think the people that write to me tend to write to me because they hear what I'm saying and something in there resonates with them. And I don't think I probably appeal, and it's probably a life thing. And that's why when I talk about money and et cetera, and, if, and I will talk about money and all this sort of things that people don't tend to talk about, it tends to be quite interesting to them, to you. It's certainly interesting to me because I don't find any blogs that actually talk about that shit. But... If I think about the purpose, the porpoise purpose, the purpose porpoise of this whole plog, it is to drive awareness to the, the fact that I, um, that I invest. But actually, if I thought about it even more, which I did last night while I was sort of riding Excalibur into the moon, if you know what I mean, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, then I thought to myself, actually, my superpower, wait there, my superpower is only, and this is what you should think about, what your superpower, is not to to understand what's going on in technology. So don't think that's why you'd come to me. It's actually just to be a total utter joker. And actually, where I feel the most alive in the day is right now. And so I thought to myself, hand hand on a minute, hand on heart, why don't you just focus on doing what you love and stop focusing on what you don't love? Now, the irony being, of course, I have been doing that. But now I've realised that I am now I've actually got this set up that I'm actually going to do, I am going to do, I'm just want to... I'm a creator 
And I'm not a creator in the sense of being able to apply that creation through um, design or building or business anymore. I've done it in the past. So if you look at my CV, my curriculum vitality or whatever they call it, I don't even know what it means. COVID, <laughs> Don Lachon. That I pressed because I just felt like I was going off track. So back to what I was going to talk about. I think I would, if I was able to, which you're not allowed to, I would talk about me thinking that it maybe I would open up a, a um, what's it called? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, no, I wrote it down. That's the beauty. A syndicate. So the idea of a syndicate would be that I would, synd- I would basically say to you, if I was allowed to, but you're not allowed to, by the way, legally, I can't say what I'm going to say. So I'm going to tell you what I can't tell you. I can't tell you that if I was to open up a syndicate, then I would ask you and other people to basically join it, which would mean, let's say you gave me a thousand quid or hundred quid. I don't actually know what the minimum would have to be. I have to look into that. But I can go to Angelus and set, set up a syndicate and somehow back it and basically say that when I invest, I can put my name or the syndicate name, so Barney the Horse Syndicate, on the cap sheet, the cap table of a, of a company that we invest in. And the beauty is you would then be partially invested in that company alongside me, who's the the lead syndicate boss man, and you. So you would be able to spray and pray like me, and we uh, would be what they say a community. Now, I'm not allowed to talk about that because that's illegal, apparently, which is a complete nonsense. So I won't talk about that. But I wonder if that would be a good idea because if I got a thousand people to give me a thousand quid or not me, then I would have a million quid and then I could put that million quid to work over this year to invest in the same companies that I would invest in anyway, but I'd have a bit more money to be able to make sure that I can actually help those founders' businesses more. Now, usually what happens in a syndicate is people would create a syndicate uh, and usually they're wealthy people anyway, and then they would do what's called a carry. So they say that if... I want 20% of the returns that I would have been giving back to you as your return. My God, I'm not explaining that very well. Basically, they charge like a management fee. So I would say to you, you give me a thousand quid. I'm going to make that money work by investing in startups. And when we make more money than we've spent over the lifetime of when we've invested that million quid, then I will give you your money, you know, what you've earned, but I'm going to take 20% of what you've earned as a, as a management fee. Now, I'm not going to do that, A, because I am nobody's bitch and I'm not going to be like held responsible. I am more merely the, the Vaseline that allows you to be involved in the sort of companies that I get involved in so if you get like really oiled up about what about you know the idea of you know testing the water and you can afford to spend 100 500 thousand quid maybe a bit more what maybe a bit less i don't know what it is yet and of course i'm not even talking about this so really it's hypothetical and it's not in any way tangible maybe you could send me an email we can talk about it i've talked to a few people in fact i got a message last night and if you'd go back in 24 hours plus about 15 you will see on my stories somebody reached out a big big entrepreneur in the u.s big mate you know who you are dude walking through san francisco i would speak i won't drop names just in case i won't drop bombs that's a bomb isn't it bomb diggy so anyway, I thought that, that would be a way of me testing whether or not I'm actually really serious about this. Now, the fact of the matter is I am serious about this, but I'm not serious. I am serious about it, but I don't really like the idea of spending, of like feeling responsible for investing in businesses that are almost guaranteed to do extremely well. But I'm talking about it. I'm du jouring. So let me go through the list. Now, that was the main thing, by the way. So reach out, millsaster.com, 07887-948435, at millsaster. You know, you know, you know when you've been tangled. 
we've got a few minutes now. So now I'm going to talk about, I wrote here the top thing. And this is the genius of being on the ride of a lifetime last night. I said, right, talk about how dumb I am. Now I am dumb. And I found this last night when I'm looking at the tech world, I'm reading about like all sorts of businesses. I'm just thinking the more I read, the less I know. I don't understand so much. And I just wanted to make, remind myself and remind you that it doesn't really matter. I don't understand everything. And I certainly, by reading Twitter and having too much of my feed populated by very, uh, very, well, when I say very, and I haven't finished it, you know, people who basically talk a lot of shit, anyone who's, who makes things complicated when they talk basically don't know what they're talking about or they know what they're talking about and they're not trying to talk to me. By the way, also, and I keep saying by the way, don't I, which is a bit annoying. Sleep works, would you know. Uh, I had last, not last night, ironically, but the night before, I had like eight and a half hour sleeps. The first time I've had that in probably six months. And my Whoop band, which I have, sponsored by Whoop, bit of a rip-off, you ask me. 30 quid a month or something for something that I wear. But in fairness, it does give me a lot of Dida that I never use. Uh, but I used it last night to realize, why do I feel so good? Looked at my Whoop. Oh my God, I'm 98% fully rested. And body was prime time ready to go full on crack-a-boosy. By the way, I keep saying that as well. And that's a beautiful inset into what I'm going to say. Jackarack, um, by the way, is what you feel like when... when you drink the Krakaboosie coffee. So let's, look, I make Krakaboosie coffee. I'm drinking it right now. It's a slightly different blend to the normal coffee in that I just steal other people's beans. I crush them up. I mix them all together. I drop a special thing in there, which I won't tell you what it is. And then I package it in the cheapest packaging. But what I tell you is it's Jackaboosie, Jackaract Krakaboosie. And you drink it every du jour. It, there's little parlez vous anglais, the French little bits. So you put a little bit of French taste at the end to make it sound more oriental, which is the wrong word, I guess. Not oriental, what's the word? Anyway, maybe it is. Maybe by adding French, it does sound oriental, and that is in itself makes it feel good. So in fact, funny enough, maybe I should say this is a special, more. this is an oriental blend mixed with sort of French, but then sort of displayed in a really crude manner. And that is what I'm drinking. That is how you package up a business and make it scream out loud. I'm definitely going to move forward with integrating brands and sponsors. Someone emailed me yesterday and said, Mills, you know, I've got this podcast and I really feel like uh, you could, you should, you and your company, us two, they obviously don't know that I'm not operationally involved anymore. Mr. Sinks makes all the decisions. The joke, he kicked me out. Uh, would, the, would you like to sponsor it? Well, no. And this is what I have to write back to them today. Why would I, why would we want to sponsor it? It makes no sense. It doesn't, it, there's no correlation between what you're talking about and what we are. It will be a complete waste of money. Also, it made me think, why do you need sponsorship? I don't need sponsorship. And I just do this in my, you know, my bedroom. You don't need sponsorship. You need to make something that people actually resonates with people, which ironically they do. Actually, they do. Anyway, uh, do you know, talking about, about the Twitter stuff, there's so many bots out there. And I was realizing last night, I was what, looking at a few of the Twitter things. Twitter, when people, and often it's big websites, big publications, promote something or, and push an article out, they obviously have paid a lot of money to get a load of bots out there because you can see a bot a mile off. I know, it's a joke. I was cringing, by the way, when I thought to myself last night. Also, it's so much last night narrative. And I think that's why I'm quite excited about the fact that I am sort of realising that as the more I do Barney the Horse each day, and this has been, what, like seven, eight, nine, nine, this is the 10th day in a row now of Barney the Horse. And I know so much more about setup of the studio, which I've now got perfectly. I write stuff down the night before that I might want to talk about the next day. I don't even look at it half the time, but at least I've got it out of my ears. I'm thinking about sponsorship. Of course, this one is sponsorship, sponsored by. Was it sponsored by? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. 
Um, I would say plant pops because I can see they're in front of me, but I haven't got, you know, I don't know how to say it. Probably what I need to do is this. This, this podcast is sponsored by millsastu.com. Obviously, I wouldn't say that. Then I was thinking last night, again, make a media website. But that is actually what I'm doing. I'm, you know, Barney the Horse is a media website. It's a chance for me to actually commute my voice out to the world and have an opinion. And the bigger and stronger and more profound it gets, the better chance I have of, have, of being able to abstract the world somewhat. But the delusions of grandeur that hits me so hard when I think of that is it's almost impossible because reality says that only benign nonsense, like really clear stuff hits out and resonates. Whereas I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to find the cave dwellers of this world who have got so much hype in their hungry hippo minds. And that's true. (sighs) I know. Yeah, I guess this could be a good time to go. Yeah, so the thin syndicate stuff is what I'm thinking more. Remember, Anne Mills reminded herself, if you, to tell the, the, the fans, if you lot know or want to get excited about business, you know, send me, you know, contact me and let's get juiced and moosed because I'm kind of like, I'm in realisation zone 507 right now because I know that I'm going to be a radio presenter because that's actually what I want to do. I've always loved talking. I don't suspect for one minute. And you know what? The amount of times that in the past, if I think back to people that who would comment on me and say, you just basically talk nonsense, Mills, or you're not very good at public speaking, or you're this or you're that. And of course, I wouldn't really listen to them because I don't give a shit what like, really corporate like lamos actually say. But of course, it resonated negatively. And it made me doubt myself. And you think, God, you're right. I can't speak like a TED talker. But when I actually woke the fuck up and I said, I don't want to talk like a fucking TED talker with some like script that you've varnished and vaselined i want to talk just like i want to talk and i just want to sit up here in my room and i want to st- i'm going to be the happiest human being i can ever be by doing exactly what i do and you know what the more i've realized that i didn't want to build a business even though i spent 16 years building it and the more i realized that i just want to give more and more responsibility to everyone else which i've done now and the more i realized i don't have to get involved in things that used to do my nutting the happier i felt So that's why I probably am so driven by this idea of supporting early stage founders because that's the stage I love. It's also the stage where I want to make sure that I can remind them and bring my utility, which is just a reminder that you don't have to do everything the same. But it doesn't mean that I know anything. Like I'm not here thinking I know anything. And I suddenly thought about VCs last night and and I've been talking more and more to VCs to learn about them. It's just like, fucking hell, I don't actually know all the stuff you need to know. I am a betting man. I am betting. I'm rolling the dice and the serendipity of life is what excites me and if I invest in somebody I absolutely hope that they're excited by the fact that I've backed them but the reality is I guess most of them think thanks for sending the money but you know see you later EYC it wouldn't want to be you Krazak hey Michael Krazak who is it it's not Barney again is it no it's not because you've got to go to another podcast it's 956 I'm gonna up like this updates later tomorrow by the way you're going to hear me with a little bit of oh yeah that's the last thing i want to say this is how crazy it is and how hard it is to build a business last night on twitter i'm thinking to myself what's this mel mag that's been closed down so dollar shave club which is a like a shaving brand i don't shave and i never would i could but i don't want to. i don't want it to be shaved why would i want to do that 
I don't know. I don't, you know, I, I might as well shave my, my head because it's so bald as a, well, it's not, that's the problem. It's just bald as the front. I was thinking of spraying it with, um, with a slight spray of, um, uh, not aftershave. That would be disgusting. Who wears aftershave? Um, what's it called? Black spray. Like, when you spray things, that sort of thing, paint, but a spray version, spray paint. Oh, that's the one. Uh, and I was thinking, you know, so Mel Mag has been going for six years. It must have been a, it must have been a publication that is speaking ultimately to people who under the guise of, well, it's not even a guise, it's, it's run by Dollar Shave Club, it's their marketing. And they've just out of nowhere just shut the whole thing down and fired everyone because obviously it wasn't working enough for them or maybe that, you know, it just wasn't making them returns that they were investing into it. But it struck me is that well, people were outpouring, outcrying that they closed. They couldn't believe that Mel Mag has closed down. And I was thinking, how Krazak is it? Michael Krazak to, and that's the one I'll add, by the way, to Jackabusi, Jackarat, Krakabusi, Dejuring, Michael Krazak. It's Michael Krazak that there can be a publication that is as loved as Mel Mag apparently was that I had never, ever in my life heard of. So either it just really wasn't for me, or B, they have no way of ever advertising to me, or they just didn't care if I didn't like it or not. Crazy, eh? See you later.